Welcome to the audio guide to how high performers discover their ideal career and find meaningful, well-paid work without starting over. It's a series we're running every day this week to teach you the nine stages every single person goes through. At least if your goal is fulfilling work that also pays you well. If you've listened to the previous episode on how to identify your ideal career and you've completed your ideal career profile, then you know what you want. Or do you? Before you hoist your pack and start clamoring up the mountain, we'll show you how to design career experiments to investigate your new career. Call it test driving, wine tasting, ice cream sampling, whatever you want. The point is to try your new career before you commit to it. That way, when you start climbing the career change mountain, you'll be rock solid certain that it's the right mountain for you. This is the Happen to Your Career podcast with Scott Anthony Barlow. We help you stop doing work that doesn't fit you, figure out what does, and make it happen. We help you define the work that's unapologetically you, and then go get it. If you're ready to make a change, keep listening. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. Here's Scott. This is stage four, plan a day hike. Try your new career without the risk. When you get to this stage, you know your signature strengths. You've identified a profile of your ideal career. Possibly, at least. You can't be sure. You've never really tried it. And probably some of those things that you've identified on your ideal career profile are new, right? Before you commit to a path of the mountain, it's time to run some experiments. Try it before you buy it. Test drive. Have a free sample. If you have identified a new career path for yourself that is truly a good fit for you, this will be fun. If not, then it can actually still be fun, but you're going to learn some things before committing yourself to the wrong path. Either way, a little bit of time invested here is going to save you many, many, many months or years of being in a bad fit. Career experiments take many different forms. They could be temporary positions, contract gigs, opportunities to try new roles, or just take on an additional project at your current job. There's many different ways to do this. The goal here, though, is to use your signature strengths to practice the skills or opportunities that you hope to use in your new career. If you want to be a copywriter, can you get a contract writing gig for a tech company? Or could you help work on the copy for the new website at your current company? If you're interested in HR, can you help out with the process of making your company's new hire or ask to be on the hiring team for a role that impacts you? You'll be working with them. Doesn't it make sense for you to be involved? If you're interested in software engineering or development, can you find an online class and see how you like it? Better yet, will your current employer pay for you to take it? You're not looking for a full-time job yet. You're just trying things on. What do you do when you decide your current job no longer fits your values? Well, of course, you fill your iPhone with numbers from the CEOs you've just met by interviewing them for your blog. Wait, what? Uh, that's actually just one of the many ways that are client and HTYC podcast listener, Eric Murphy made a career change to his dream job. Eric was working 10 to 14 hour days in his engineering role for the gas company in Las Vegas, Nevada. It was going well, except that he began to feel like he needed work that helped others. He realized working in the gas industry really didn't fit his values. 
he began to think about switching to work on different energy source like solar. He had no idea whatsoever that he was so far off. So how do you make a career change when you're burnt out, have no time, and don't know what fits you? That's exactly what Eric wanted to know. Eric wasn't just trying to make a career change. He was also trying to figure out what career and what company really fit him. Now, this is something where we help every client through this process, but let me describe to you what it looks like behind the scenes. We start out with determining your signature strengths. We mentioned that in stage three, right? It's a part of the puzzle method. If you haven't heard that, go back, listen to stage three, identifying your ideal career. And then we create what we call an ideal career profile. You can really just think about this as a checklist that identifies what are the most important pieces that are going to make this much more fulfilling and a much better fit for you in your next opportunity. And then here's the kicker. We target only those companies and opportunities that fit your ideal career profile. This is the overly simple, but highly effective secret sauce, if you will. If you're not even considering those opportunities that don't fit and you're not wasting your time and their time with trying to pursue those, it opens up the space to only pursue opportunities and only work on opportunities that we at least suspect are a fit. Now, there's a variety of different ways to do that, but first we have to know and validate what is a fit. Eric, in his case, was unique because he was simultaneously seeking jobs and also trying to discover his unique role. If you're thinking about pursuing a career change, but you don't know exactly what career you want, that's actually okay. That's totally okay. It's built into this process. Discovering what you want is literally part of the process. What worked for Eric and what might work for you is what we call the test drive method. Now, the test drive method can happen in a lot of different ways. This particular version of the test drive method is a, an approach, this in particular experiment as well, is an approach that we call the social Goldilocks. Here's how this version of the test drive happens in action. You might call people that have jobs that you feel could be a good fit with your ideal curve profile. Very simply, you can schedule a 15-minute conversation with those people this is only one way to do it, but what that might sound like is you know, send them a message on LinkedIn or email or any other social media, uh, particularly where you're going to be able to reach them, give consideration to that, or be able to pick up the phone if you can get their phone number, which most of the time you can, it's just most people don't realize how to do that. So you pick up the phone or send them a message and the phone call might sound something like this. Hey, I found your information because you're in a role in innovation. This might sound kind of crazy. However, I am making a career change and I'm trying to figure out if innovation might be right for me. I'm wondering if you'd be open to me uh, scheduling some time with you in the future for you know 10 or 15 minutes and ask you a few questions about what you do and what you love about it, what you don't like about it and everything in between. Is that something you'd be willing to do? I'm happy to work around your schedule. That's it. That's it. This is one we use semi-frequently because it's so easy. It's so low risk. And most people can do it. Most people can apply it. It's not necessarily the right experiment for everyone, though. The advantage here is that when you go to have that conversation, you can not only find out 
quite a bit about that person, their role, maybe even the organization they work with, and whether or not it could be a fit for you and if you're still interested. But if you are still interested in the role or company, maybe that person could introduce you to other people. Or maybe if you're interested in that particular organization, maybe they can help you get to a next step where since you now already have this relationship that has just been built with them, just started, maybe assuming they've had a great experience with you too, then you can turn that into something else that is closer to an interview or another type of informal interview or interaction. Okay. There's lots of ways to pivot this, but what that does is it simultaneously gives you information to conduct your experiment but helps you build relationships at the same time. Now, keep in mind, this particular form of the test drive method, what we call the social Goldilocks, is just one of many different ways you can experiment. Okay, here's another one. Remember how at the beginning I mentioned Eric got the attention of CEOs? Well, it wasn't just CEOs. He actually got the attention of about 35 people overall. And one of the ways that he did that was by just asking. Okay. Yeah. How did that actually work? How did he get the attention of CEOs? Well, honestly, most of the time he did just ask. You'll be surprised about how many people will say yes when you ask, but he was still nervous about asking for time from people. So here's another unique method that he used. Remember how he thought he might be really interested in working with a solar technology company? Well, Here's how he contacted their CEOs and got to learn about the solar industry at the same time. Here's what he did. And Eric is somebody who I personally worked with. Uh, even though I don't work with uh, the vast majority of, of the people that we help, we have an entire team of career coaches who are very, very experienced. Uh, Eric, somebody I got the pleasure of working directly with. So Eric and I had a conversation where he said, what else can I do? How could I potentially get this to move faster? And I said, Eric, let me think about that for a minute. So I went away and took what I knew about Eric and how he learns and what he might respond to. And also uh, knew that he was open to trying something that was brand new. So this is not going to work for everyone. It may not work for your situation necessarily, but I want you to have exposure to the fact that there's drastically different ways to both experiment and simultaneously move your career change forward at the same time. In Eric's case, here's what he did. I went back to him and said, hey, would you be open to creating a low scale, you know, low time intensive website or blog where you can write a few articles? And again, this is not right for everybody, but for Eric's learning style, this made a lot of sense. How he would process through the writing uh, the writing and the form of writing and the, the process of writing itself would force him to learn in a new and different way. The other advantage for this is once he created this, he was interested in learning about the solar industry. So he set out to write just three articles about the solar industry. What he did was he then called CEOs for comments on the articles. And because he was doing it for the purpose of an article, he had a lot of people that took his call that might not otherwise take his call. Many people said, yeah, I'd be happy to do a short interview. What is it that you need? And he was making sure that he was not asking for a whole lot, 
but he got into a variety of conversations. Some of those short five minute conversations actually turned into much, much longer and even multi conversations where he began building a relationship with those CEOs. Okay. At this point, this is pretty cool because three things were happening here. First of all, he was learning a heck of a lot about the solar industry. And then he was using that to write those articles. This allowed him to realize that he actually didn't love the solar industry. <laughs> okay. You might say, oh my goodness, this is terrible. He had to start over. No, he didn't. This was actually great because he could have just taken a job in the solar industry. He actually got offers throughout the process and ended up turning them down, turning them down because he realized that it didn't fit what he really wanted instead. Now, the other thing that this was great for was he now had a relationship with someone who has the authority to help him or hire him. Yay. Right. Awesome. And at the same time, a lot of these people were able to make introductions as well. So he ended up asking some of those same CEOs for intros in advice when some of these roles became open and got introductions to other organizations as well. Okay. Now, just because this test drive was right for Eric, I mentioned earlier, it doesn't mean it's right for you. What creative solution can you find to the problem of meeting people in your prospective new career or learning about what is in fact right for you in your prospective new career? Let's take this ideal career profile and test it out. When we worked with Eric, we helped him design a way to experiment that fit his goals and what he still needed to learn and explore and helped him build relationships with people who could help him. There are many ways to do this, but there are actually six particular types of experiments that we use more frequently than any others. And those types of test drives, you can actually find by going to the careerchangeguide.co and you can click on stage four and there's links directly to that, of course, or you can go to how to avoid taking career risks by designing experiments or happen to your career.com slash two, six, one trying to design an experiment to find the right career without the risk. Well, you can do these things right now. First of all, listen to Eric's story. You can do that by going to careerchangeguide.co and click on stage four, scroll to the bottom, and you can click to listen to Eric's story. Also, you can review your ideal career profile or checklist from stage three, identify your ideal career, begin to identify several potential roles or target organizations that could be a good fit. Remember, it's about making an educated guess. It's not about getting it perfect. You can also read about the six most common experiments that we use that I mentioned earlier and go to careerchangeguide.co. Look for the gray box at the bottom. It'll link you right to it. Or if you're getting stuck with identifying potential roles or target organizations or having trouble implementing a career experiment and you want to move forward or you just want to move faster, then go ahead and schedule a conversation with our team by going to scheduleaconversation.com. We will help you figure out the very best way that we can support you for your goals in your career change. It's what we do. It's what we love to do. In the very next episode, we'll help you Understand how you can take your strengths and leverage them throughout the actual career change process, particularly the part that is where you begin climbing, where you begin your job search, how to actually take and choose the tactics that are going to be right for you and your strengths so that you have a competitive advantage. 
Tune in next time so that you get all those ahas and key realizations that are going to guide you the rest of the way. We'll see you next time for stage five, start to climb, pursue your ideal career and life. And by the way, many of the people that you've heard in this series have gone through our Career Change Bootcamp program. Career Change Bootcamp is our flagship program that combines one-on-one and personal coaching support with a research and experience-driven framework. And like I said, many of the stories you've heard are, are people that worked with us there. It, it actually opens November 9th, but you can get a head start on that particular program and getting in line for it because we only have eight spots total with the smallest amount of spots we've ever had in a November before. However, more importantly than that, you can get a head start on your 2021 by emailing me directly, scott at happentoyourcareer.com and putting CCB conversation in the subject line. And then I'll make sure that you get in touch with my team and we'll figure out if that program is right for you. And if it is, we'll figure out the very best way that we can help. Just email scott at happentoyourcareer, put CCB conversation in the subject line. Thank you.